Welcome back to the Slasher Siblings Podcast! What? I'm your co-host, Sicily. I'm your host, Hayden. Today we're talking about Candyman. Came out in 1992. Rated R. An hour and 39 minutes. 6.7 out of 10. I am DB. I still don't know the order um okay let's get into it the candy man a murderous soul with a hook for a hand is accidentally summoned to reality by a skeptic grad student researching the monster's myth monsters what myth Myth. sorry i'm really congested i cannot not a single bit of air is going in or out of my nose so I can't really pronounce words the best. Now we can read the question. Okay. Um, top one. It's the top one. Kate Bosworth and Thomas Jane star in this 2016 supernatural film in which their son's nightmares become reality. Answer? Before I wake. I think that's on Netflix right now. Really? I think. I saw it somewhere. Or it was on Netflix for a hot minute. Well, I haven't seen that one. So. I don't think I watched it either. I just but, uh, know where it's streaming. If you got that one, good job. If not, oh well. Better luck next time. Um, so let's just uh, get into the movie here. I thought that um, this was a pretty good movie. For- yeah. You know, one of the, it's one, it's a movie that, you know, pretty much everyone talks about. I've heard a yeah, bunch of people I've say I've heard that. a lot about Candyman. Yeah. So, um, I like that aerial shot. It was kind of cool. Right in the beginning. Uh-huh. It was like following the cars in the highway. Oh yeah, that was That cool. was pretty interesting. I like it's, that uh, too. I mean, there's, there's several movies. I mean, uh, The Shining's one of them. That has that aerial type shot, but that was like specifically following the the car, the car, yeah, of the people in the movie. This one, it just seemed like it was just following the highway. Period. Yeah, just it was just for, it was just watching. Yeah, which kind of seems after watching the movie seems something like what the Candyman would have done. It's just like floating around waiting for someone to. Well, we'll get into that, but waiting for someone to do what they do in the movie but uh i thought the bees voiceover was pretty uh pretty creepy i hated that <laughs> there was just like a big jumble of bees with the, that made with the me candy man. um gaggy <laughs> yeah i think that was really gross it was weird it was um for anybody who hasn't watched it it was like this big it almost looked like a hive of bees, but they were just like in this giant group, and he was just like voicing over, saying, talking about how who he is and whatnot, and then like it was just making this weird, like I think it was like some weird crunching noise or something. I don't know what it was, but it was it was pretty weird. Uh, the Candyman story was interesting, saying about. Uh, Oh, by the way, 
uh, Billy Bad Boy in the beginning uh-huh. on the motorcycle. Uh-huh. That's Ted Raimi, whose oh, brother wrote Evil Dead. Oh, cool! And fun fact. And he Fear did. Fact. And he did the um, Tobey Maguire movies, the Spider-Man movies, and um, also the one in Candyman. Ted. Yeah. Was Henrietta. Oh. When it flew up yep. in the air. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was, that's who he was. Very cool. But the Candyman story was very interesting. Um, it's about like, oh, the, this girl was dating this guy, but Billy showed up on his motorcycle. They weren't dating. She was dating Michael, but he was. She always had a soft spot for him because he was a bad boy and Michael's nice. Yeah. And they said the thing in the mirror five times. What was that? What? Why were they about to have sex and also saying the name in the mirror? Well, what she, were was you baby- doing? she was babysitting, so having a guy over was kind of a thing then. That's so annoying. But um, the Candyman part, I don't really understand why they thought that, that was like a good idea. Hot? Yeah, like why was that was like... like- I don't know. I, I, I was confused on that, too. Like, why yeah. these two teenagers were... I don't know if they're teenagers, but they were pretty young. And why they were getting freaky while... Saying candy. Yeah, man. I've... That had me all confused. Yeah, it was confusing. A little bit. Because, I mean... Him showing up part was very, like, 80s, 90s thing to do. But, like... The... Candyman part. I didn't understand why these two kids thought that that was a good idea. But anyway, we meet Helen, the main person of the movie. Uh huh. And she tuned in, I guess you could say, on her husband's class. I just wrote down, is he cheating? Kind of seemed like it, right? Yeah. Like immediately? Yeah, that's the first thing I thought. Like the way she, the the yep. that girl yep. was like hanging around him, yeah. and that's not they normal. Were, they were like interacting or whatever. I didn't like that. Yeah, it was, it was kind of obvious right from the beginning, and she suspected it. And he was like, "Do you really think I would do that?" She's like, "No, I guess not." Like, uh, uh, I think you might. It was kind of obvious. Look at the body language. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, that plays a whole big part of this entire movie, so we'll get into that a little bit. And then, after all this, she's, you know, listening. She's listening to the <laughs> uh, interviews that she was doing about the Candyman, about the myth or whatever yeah. of Candyman. And. The cleaning lady came in. She's like, can I clean the room? And then she was like, oh, you, you're listening to the Candyman. She's like, yeah, do you know anything about it? No, but my friend does. She calls her in there. Hi, I'm Kitty Culver. Kitty Culver. I had to rewind it twice, and then I Googled it. I said, did she just say what I think she did? Yeah, so we're... we're I Googled it, said Kitty Culver. I said, wow. We're related to a lady in a movie. And we're not the same race, but that doesn't matter. We're still related. <laughs> We have the same last name. What's the difference? I have never heard our last name in a movie ever. 
Well, there is a character in The Walking Dead. His name was Randall Culver. It is not a common last name. It is not. Where, where does? Maybe it's because of the restaurant. Culver's. Yeah. Yeah, probably. They're like, "Whoa, we're gonna do that." It's cool. Maybe. That, I wonder how common only, it is. That's the. There's just no way. Because I mean, it's fairly common in this part of, you know, Pennsylvania. But like. You mean in Connellsville? We're all over the place, dude. We're up in Normalville and everywhere. We're out in Penn everywhere. State. <laughs> We're out in Penn State, even. Where? Anyway, they're all from Connellsville. So it is just like, Connellsville. I just wonder if, like, I don't know, some somewhere in our family line, one went, like... Rogue. Rogue. <laughs> like, had a bunch of family out on the West Coast I'd or something. I'd love to know. I know. We have to... Well, I wanted to do that ancestry thing, but it's like so expensive. Uh, yeah. And, like, and I, I kind of don't want to know. You don't? <laughs> nah, whatever. Yeah. Well, anyway, our last name was in this movie, which is kind of interesting. That's the point. Okay. It, it threw me off for a second. Like, as soon as I heard I had to I'm Kitty it. Calver, I was like, I said, you're, oh. you're who? <laughs> I didn't rewind it, but I was like, I did. That's strange. So I immediately wrote it down. I was like, Kitty Calver. <laughs> That's who it is. And then uh, her her telling the story was really interesting too, because we got the the urban legend part of it from that the the student or whatever saying about how you say it in the mirror five times blah blah blah, but then we also got like the more realistic version where she was like oh he killed the girl in that apartment and sliced her up with a hook whatever. So that was really cool to get, like, both sort, I guess, sort of the fake story and the real story, but in a way, they were both real by the end of the movie, so that was interesting. So Helen and Bernadette went into, I'm assuming that was Helen's bathroom, and they did the Candyman thing, said his name five times in the mirror. But he didn't show up. Uh-huh. They didn't shut off the light. I noticed that. Oh. That's why he didn't show up. That makes sense. Because in the first story with the the babysitter and the bad boy or whatever, they said the name five times and then shut the light off, and that's when he showed up. So they didn't shut the light off, and that's why he didn't come out in the beginning of the movie and why it started this whole he's fake thing that you know kind of killed her <laughs> and then there was the scene where they show up at that building the something green i forget the name of the place that they lived um and they're walking through this disgusting building where the only like nice place in there was like inside the apartments. <laughs> yeah. Or specific. I thought the inside of the apartments would look worse than they did. Yeah, specifically hers because we didn't really see anybody else's apartment. I don't think. Yeah. But we saw her apartment and it was really nice inside, but this this building was absolutely rancid. And then it's the looking and the finding where the candy man came through so they're searching this entire building 
and they get up to the top and they go into the apartment that he was living in or or where he just killed the girl or whatever yeah and they find well i guess i should mention that they were running a theory in helen's apartment saying this building should be exactly the same as the building we're in right now and if you look in the bathroom the medicine cabinet comes out it's just a hole in the wall that's where we're at now in this i hated that it's weird the hole in the wall yeah i hated that you'd have to like lock the bathroom from the outside yeah so no one gets in so no one gets in pops it back on there she's like huh no to be fair, back in the '90s, it was a little more because you could leave like your door on your front door unlocked. Still, but I wouldn't do that now, <laughs> not in twenty twenty three. But we've left the door unlocked a few times. Yeah, just like I used. To, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna publicly air that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a different time. She just popped the mirror out, which was weird, and you have to like lock the door from the inside of your apartment so no one will get in and like murder you in your sleep at that point because yeah that just seemed like way too easy to take that mirror out of the wall way too easy and if someone really wanted and the other weird part was the fact that it goes right into the neighbor's apartment yeah and i mean why are they i mean good thing it was abandoned like no one lived there right now but like weird if your neighbor was a weirdo you can come in and watch you sleep anytime they want. <laughs> Don't say that. Um, anyway, they went to the other building, and they found out that there was that same hole in the wall in the same space because it had the same layout. And it was really interesting to see a more realistic approach to explaining Candyman. Because he was still, you know... A murderer and a myth and uh, something that people were scared of, but it made it seem like more human by him needing a hole in the wall to get through. But we also find out that that was kind of like just to make it less scary for Helen and Bernadette because this dude was a human when in reality he wasn't. He was, yeah. He was a ghost. He's whatever the hell you want to call him. And then the neighbor heard the screams, which is pretty awful. Um, the This is the apartment we were talking about that was still nice. Was that that neighbor with the baby? She heard the girl's screams when the Candyman murdered her, which has to be... Scary. You're you're in your apartment in this building that is could fall down at any moment. It looked like, but there was like a gang down at the bottom too, and you just hear screaming. This girl getting murdered while you have your baby in your apartment and you're alone. But imagine the fear of that woman. I would shit my pants. <laughs> kind of figured you might, but that's just uh, that's pretty scary there. And then uh, they, the stuck-up professor with the long hair, did yeah. he seem, like, weird to you? They all seemed weird. Yeah, but, like, he just felt off, like... Yeah, he knew I, something. 
Yeah, not only that, I thought that he was going to end up being, like, a partner with Candyman or something. Yeah. I thought that he was going to be some weird... Freakazoid. Yeah, he was weird. That's all I had written on that part. I just wanted to ask if you felt weird on yeah. him, too. So. Got bad vibes from that guy. And then uh, she meets Jake, and he takes her to the bathroom where the boy died. That yeah. was disgusting. Sweets to the sweet, written in shit. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. That's disgusting. Written all over the walls, and then she opens the toilet, and there's just a bunch of bees. Bunch of fucking bees. That's weird. Disgusting. <laughs> and then fucking bro comes in there and smacks her with a hook, pretending to be the candy man. Yeah, no bigs. He might be the drug dealer, the candy man, but he ain't the killer, the candy <laughs> he ain't man. The, he ain't the OG. <laughs> the OG. Uh, and then she goes down to the police station, and they, they're they in the lineup or whatever. And uh, she's like, oh yeah, number five did it. Finally, finally, a movie that had like some sort of... Like the 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 person who did something to the main character... And got arrested for it for once. Yeah. Because it seems like every horror movie, the like main person will get attacked by someone, go to the police, and they never catch him. Sometimes it's the, the the killer of the movie, and sometimes the killer breaks out of jail. But like for once, for once, for one time, yeah, the you got person it. who attacked the main character got got in trouble for one time probably one never time again only. <laughs> and then okay so her eye was all swelled up and it obviously jumps a few weeks or a month yeah. or whatever because there's just a little bit of bruising the swelling's down and she's cooking dinner for the husband and he comes in and she like jumps on him you know, like, yeah oh, i'm so happy to see you he was weird. Right? Yeah. And that he had a vibe. That, yeah, it was weird. He was like, like he was surprised for one thing. Yeah. He was like, oh. He was just like, it, okay. it seemed like he came from somewhere that he shouldn't have been. Yeah. That's the kind of vibe I got off of him. Anyway, we'll continue on because we'll get more into that later. Then, this is where we meet the real Candyman. Bernadette got the pictures from the camera that Helen thought wasn't going to be able to happen because they smashed the camera when they smacked her with the hook and beat the shit out of her. Yeah. But she met the real Candyman in the parking garage. That was strange. That was scary. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that. I would shit my pants. <laughs> And he was, he was like pissed off that she was he's, like, he's not real. Yeah, he's like, here I am, bitch. I am fucking I'm real, real, you can tell. That's why I don't question any of the myths. Nope, I'll, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to come in and meet You're me. You're good. Parking I believe in you. <laughs> You're real. And then uh, she wakes up covered in blood. Yeah, that was intense. So she obviously killed the dog. It was clear. Ah! But did she kill the dog, or did the Candyman kill I think the dog? The Candyman like... did this and then framed her. That's what I thought. 
It seemed like he framed her throughout the whole movie, and like yeah. everything was like perfectly set up to make it look like she did it. Yeah. But it's just so strange that the part about the scene where she wakes up and covered in blood, and the do- dead dog, and the mom with the baby missing. The part to me about this whole scene that I find the the strangest is the fact that she picked up the meat cleaver. Why did she even touch it? She would you have picked up a a, a bloody meat cleaver off the floor next to a headless dog? Ah, uh, I'm gonna have to say no. Me either. I'm just gonna like sit in the bathroom and just I'm like sit there and cry. Well, that, I'm just going to sit in the bathroom and be like, listen, I don't know what the hell's going on, but this was not me. Unless, I mean, you'd have to get, like, fingerprints off the meat cleaver in order to prove it was her, you know? Like, the mom didn't even know fully that it was her, except for the fact that she got cut on the arm with it. But, like, I'm telling you right now, I would not touch... The murder weapon, no matter who it is, a dog, a person, what have you, animal person, what have you. And then they go back to the police station, and he's, like, yelling at her, like, do you understand you're under arrest, and all this other stuff, and, like, I guess in that moment I realized that, like, they don't have anything other than her killing a dog and back yeah. then there wasn't the, the laws that we have now. Like, right now you're not allowed to kill a dog. If you have uh, any... No. Which is good. Yeah. But if you have yeah. any, like, part in a dog's death, you, like, spend... You're fucked. Well, yeah, you, you have, like, real jail time to look forward to. Um, but back then it was like you could... You could do that. It's kind cool. of. It, it it was, like, severe. Like, she chopped the dog's head off. She probably could have gotten in trouble for that. But, like, for movie's sake, she probably wasn't gonna. Anyway. But they were really pissed because they thought that, you know, they were gonna find the body of the baby or whatever. Which, if she could have just found the baby, she, you know... Yeah. Which they probably would have blamed her for kidnapping the baby at that point. Even if she didn't kill anybody. But whatever. Whatever. And then they go back to the apartment and talk about the case. And he was like, they got nothing on you. I was like, yeah, that's probably true. But she did what it looks like. She did sever an entire dog's head. So, there's a problem. <laughs> there's a problem here that you should discuss and think of a way to get yourself out of it. Because, yeah. obviously, we as the viewers know it wasn't her that did it. Yeah. But we like, know, but they don't. How You can't prove that a ghost did it. Like, you, you can't... That's like, no one's gonna believe you that this candy man just came out and murdered the dog and yeah. framed you for it. Like, why would it be framing you? Why you? Why? But yeah, that, that's that's the part that is the toughest Ain't about this movie. Up. Yeah, well, that and the toughest part about the movie is the fact that she can't prove that it was the Candyman. Not gonna work. And then uh, she got the picture of a, of the Candyman. Yeah. So that's good. But what does that do for you? It's just a guy. 
I mean, it proves that you're not crazy in your head, but, like, do you take that to the police and say, oh, this dude in the background here that you can barely see his face, that's, that's the, the real killer. Man. That's it's the Candyman. That's the real killer. But, like, what's that do? You know? Yeah. That doesn't do really much for you. But, um... Then the Candyman shows up and kills Bernie. Also framing Helen, making it look like she killed her best friend. Just sucks balls. But that was, I don't know. There has he had to have like stunned her or something because she was just like laying there like Bernie go. Yeah. <laughs> like, she wasn't like, I don't know, and. uh to be honest with you, if even if I heard my best friend inside the apartment telling me to like run, I'd I'd be considering it. I wouldn't be going in. I'd go in. I'd be like, bitch, we're in this together. I, I I wouldn't go in the front door. I'm saying like I'd f try to figure out what the hell's going on and yeah. why they're telling me to run away. But I'm not gonna just burst in there when I literally have no way of helping. No. Like, I, I mean, I carry my gun in, at everywhere I go, so, I mean, I could probably help, but, like, it's just, like, she had no way of, like, helping if she was getting attacked. Yeah. So, like, go get some neighbors, or... Go get... Go get a big dude from down the street. Call the police. I mean, I know it'll take a minute for them to get there, but, like, go get others. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it just seemed stupid to me for her to go in there alone, unarmed in any way. If you hear your best friend inside, like, Cicely, run away, go! Fuck you, I'm coming in! You're, I don't think that you... You'd at least take Echo in at that I'd point. Be like, <laughs> that's Buckle, better than, it no, check it out! That's better than you going in there by yourself. Oh yeah, for sure. Because if, what if it was some big dude in there then attacking? I would, then I would need the Beckles. <laughs> exactly. You're not gonna... Some f football player attacking your friend and then just throws you through the window <laughs> right that sounds awesome but um now she's in the hospital they think that she's insane because once again she was framed and this time for killing our best friend like she like who's gonna do that nobody i don't know but they had her like they had her tied up to this bed and this is where the Candyman shows up. And they didn't see him, because we see that in the video coming up in the next part. But, like, I don't know. It just seems like if you lock her in a room, that's probably enough. Why do you need to strap her to the bed? But that that seemed to be... Hap that Excessive. happened a lot back then. So, whatever. And then we meet Dr. Burke, which he shows the video that the Candyman wasn't there. And he was saying, like, you've been here for months. We drugged you, blah, blah, blah. You probably don't remember it. You're telling me that you had this bitch under so many drugs that she <laughs> forgot that she's been there for three months or whatever? Yeah, I, when I heard that part, I was like... What the fuck is going on, I, I couldn't imagine waking up and... Thinking I got there yesterday. Yeah, and then I'm like, I just missed three months of my life that's great awesome now what and then the candy man shows up and killed him which 
once again set her up like you know she was the killer almost confirming it at that point for people you know yeah and then she escaped and she went back to the house and it just seemed like to me at the moment I forgot that she was there for several months and it just seemed like okay so she went home and found out that her husband was cheating the whole time sleeping with that student from the beginning of the movie that yes. she suspected and I had forgotten for a minute that she was at the hospital for months yeah and it seemed like really fast I thought that this was like the next day for a minute I was like wait a minute she just went in there yesterday and they're already painting the apartment or whatever I, I that part that part had me messed up too and then like halfway through that scene I was like oh wait she's been gone for like three months yeah and she's Still. like you thought I was never getting out I was like oh yeah that's right. He, she was in there for a long time. I forgot. It was still messed up, you know. Oh yeah. I'd Either be way, but it was. It, it just threw me for a loop for a second. And then, uh, the Candyman's taking her, and wrote, and he wrote, you know, Helen's name on the wall, and found out that she was part. She was part of like the painting or whatever the the mural. I guess you could call it. That's nah. that's pretty. That was pretty weird. Yeah. Why? Why? If if like there was this crazed murderer following me around, and then all of a sudden that crazed murderer ghost shows up and takes me to this place, and I find out that I'm in a mural and I've been there for like years. That's shit. Your pants worthy. I'm gonna shit my pants. <laughs> that's just weird. And then she runs in there into that big pile of yeah. uh, wood pallets whatever the the fi the bonfire that they were making with that hook which seemed weird at the moment for me it didn't she stabbed him with the hook already and it didn't work so she ran in hoping that she could defend herself with the hook but i don't know it just seemed weird that she kept using the hook inside the yeah the pile and it made it look like he was you know the actual candy man was inside the pile and they set it on fire with helen the baby and candy man all inside uh-huh and uh kind of sucks a little know. bit there and uh but she saves the baby she um she stabbed yeah, she stabbed the Candyman in the in the chest, the beehive chest thing that he has, with the the stick that's on fire, and she crawls out of there with the baby, saving the baby, and in the process is like she like lit herself on fire, which Yolo. I mean that, and she she needed to prove that she didn't take or kill the baby. Yeah. You know? She was trying to save him or whatever, so that, you know, looked good for her at, in that moment, even though she was, like, on fire. And uh, there was Helen's funeral, which no one showed up to, because they obviously still thought she was the killer. It was clear with yeah. no one showing up. Yeah, that, I mean, no one's showing up at the funeral. What do you think? I mean, how at that point, also, I mean, you can't really prove 
that this ghost was killing people. Uh-huh. But, like, how at that point can you prove it? You know, and kind of, like, what's the word for, you know, exonerate yourself or whatever. Yeah. Like, how do you do that now at this point? Just because you saved a baby doesn't mean you didn't kill those people kind of thing. <laughs> but the residents of Capaldi uh, Green or whatever uh-huh. it was called uh, show up to the funeral. That clearly means that, like, hey, we understand, you know, you didn't take the baby. The Candyman was real. We all believed in the Candyman. And you saved the baby, so now, you know, we get it kind of thing. And then there was that scene right after, like immediately after, of the husband's guilt. Like getting to him. And he's like sobbing in the bathroom. And and she's like, that girl was like super annoyed with him and stuff. And seemed like she was going to kill him. Yeah. The way she was playing with that knife. And then, uh, then uh, Helen turns into the, the candy man there. But it seems like, so yeah, the Helen turned into the Candyman and killed her now ex-husband uh, after he said her name five times into the mirror. But that's the thing, no one's gonna like. So the Candyman myth kind of ends there. Yeah. Not only because he's dead, but because Helen took over. No one's gonna go and say Helen, Helen, you know. Helen, Helen, Helen. Yeah, Helen. like no no one knows just to do that. No. So it's, it's kinda It kinda just ends there. Uh he did it, you know, just because of circumstances. The guilt got to him, it was like, if I can just see her one more time or something. Ends up being a bad idea, I think. You <laughs> shouldn't have done that. <sighs> you might bad have lived idea. a little longer if you didn't kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, but uh Yeah, so that was um kind of a whirlwind ending i guess you could say yeah uh, you have anything you want to say i love the aesthetic of this movie i could have guessed 92 so very aesthetically pleasing in my professional opinion that's what i think anything else no all right well i got some fear facts okay let's hear up the bees were bred specifically for this movie they needed to make sure that the bees were only 12 hours old so that they looked like mature bees, but their stingers wouldn't be powerful enough to do any real damage. Because they had, you know, very many bees. like Very an, many bees. An entire hive, nearly, it looked like. Yeah. An entire bee box or whatever. Bee box. I, I want a bee box, actually. An apiary box? I want to get one, but I don't know how to do that or if that's allowed here, but... So, the exterior hallway and stairway scenes in this movie were filmed a few days in the infamous Cabrini Green, that's what it's called, housing projects. Though the producers had to make a deal with the ruling gang members to put them in the movie as extras to ensure the cast and crew's safety during filming. Even with this arrangement, a sniper put a bullet through the production van on the last day of filming, though no one was injured. <laughs> what? That's a pretty uh, excessive movie set, I think. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? 
You had to make a deal with the gang that ruled that part, and then you still got shot at. That's insane, actually. Right? For the next one, the Candyman's lair was designed to look like a gothic church constructed by the people who believed in him living in Cabrini Green. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> in Slashers Part 1 from 2018, Tony Todd, who was the Candyman, said he was stung by bees 26 times during the space of the Candyman trilogy. Trilogy? I didn't realize it was Trilogy? Him. Yeah, but he was stung 26 times during the space of the trilogy. Wow. While investigating one of Candyman's crime scenes, Helen and Bernadette discover that the design of the apartment's medicine cabinet made it possible made it a possible point for entry for an intruder, which we were just talking about a little bit ago. This was not a made-up piece of horror, horror movie fiction. While researching the film, Bernard Rose learned that a series of murders had been committed in Chicago in that very way. Kind of adds a little realism and... Kind of scary. Yeah. I don't like that. So, the last last one I got here is that Tony Todd, who was the Candyman, uh-huh. negotiated a bonus of $1,000 for every bee sting he suffered during filming. Wow. He ended up getting stung 23 times after oh, that. Oh, shit. So he made $23,000 just by being stung by a bee. Bees. I'll do it, I'll do it, whatever. And these weren't like, you know, yellow jackets or anything like that. These were like honeybees. Yeah. But all like 4,000 of them in the movie stung you at once, they'd probably yeah. kill you. Yeah, probably. But that's all the fear facts I got for this one. What would you rate this movie? Six. Six? I gave it a seven. I feel like it was a good movie. It was very interesting. It was. We didn't see too much of the killer. Yeah, that's true, too. We didn't... It wasn't like he was in, like, every scene or anything like that. But I feel like that there were several moments in the movie that were confusing. Or... I was just like, why? Why? Yeah. Why is that They did a really happening? good job. But otherwise, the movie was pretty well written. It didn't scream out to me like it was like copying another movie. Like it no. obviously had some inspirations, but it wasn't like flat out, flat out yeah. the same I agree. type of like it wasn't exactly like you know Halloween or stole things from like Friday Thirteenth or anything like that. It was like which is today. Today's Friday the Thirteenth, so you guys know what to watch. Oh yeah, I guess it is, huh? Yeah. You guys well, know what to watch tonight. Well, you'll hear this tomorrow on the 14th. Well, in like eight hours or so. In about... In a, it's in, what, what time t- is it? Two o'clock. Okay, so ten hours. In ten hours. Or whenever you're listening to this, you guys know what to do. <laughs> Go ahead and read the next question. What items is the killer famous for wearing in the 1976 film... Alice, sweet Alice. I don't know that one. I don't either. We'll have to add it to our list. 
to our least. All right. So that's the question for next week. And our next movie is Carrie. And I have I saw it a long time ago. Same. So I forget probably like 80% of the movie. Same. There's like one huge scene that everyone knows. Yeah. But I don't really remember much else from On the, the movie. stage. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows that scene. Everyone knows that scene. But uh, yeah, so this will kind of be similar to me watching it for the first time because I don't I don't remember anything except yeah, that scene. Me either. So it'll it'll be the same experience for both of us, I'd say. And then the following week, I'll just tell you now, is going to be uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yep. We're going to go, go to the theater. It. What day is it out? The 27th, which is a Friday. Okay. Just so, remind me. So we'll go to the theater, watch it, and then record it yep. right after. Yep, yep, yep. Which is... Fun! It's always fun to do that, I think. Yeah, I, I like, like doing I that. I like going to the I theater. I really liked and, the Haunted Mansion one. Oh, yeah. That was cool. That was a good one. But, uh, yeah. So we'll catch you next week with Carrie and five nights after that but i just wanted to give you a heads up on that one so yep yeah like i said we'll catch you next week with carrie thank you for listening happy friday the 13th and i'll catch you later <laughs>